Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me? Woo woo! Wah! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't, we ain't stupid, man, American people, man. We ain't, we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be, man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on the clock. Hey, if you're part of our million download army, I want to welcome all you podcast listeners. Thank you so much, the million of you who have downloaded our podcast onto your devices. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite uh, podcasts, give us a download, share us, follow us, uh, give us a five-star review. We love your comments. We listen to you because we believe we're all in this together. The word of the day is is really retribution. And we started paying attention to that word when Kristen Welker from NBC sat down with Donald Trump over the weekend to launch her debut takeover of Chuck Todd's Meet the Press show. And I was fascinated by how many times she kept going back to retribution, retribution, retribution. Brock, you had a theory on why she was doing that, yes? You think it has something to do with helping Jack Smith and his case against Donald Trump? Yeah, Sean and I were talking about it and agreed that Jack Smith needs something, needs him to say, yes, I'm going to take retribution. So then he can turn around and say to the judge, well, look, he's going he's to go. Dangerous. After, he's he's uh, what do they call intimidating a witness? Mm, he's a threat to democracy. Meanwhile, we've got that tranny in Ukraine. <laughs> right. Tranny. I mean, sir, can we just say what it is? And they're always ugly. I'm sorry. An ugly dude trying to be a chick. What do you expect? I don't know. He's still a dude. I know. Okay. I get it. It's like all the people who are pretending to be John Fetterman. Okay. You can pretend to be a big oaf lurch guy and, and you might look sort of like him, but if you can conjugate verbs on the dime, we know it's not you, John. Right? Retribution, though, is this very interesting concept and it's really gross because when you want to get back at somebody, there's... There's a little twist of crazy going on in your mind. How many people do you really want to get back at? How many people do you really want to stick it to? Somebody must have screwed you over pretty good. If you're plotting and thinking and devoting any of your energy to, to something that's negative, not productive, right? And, and dark. But there is this retribution. Because what the left is doing 
is they're getting, they're trying to get back at anybody who dares to run for office as a conservative, who dares to ask questions about where the money is going, right? And that's usually conservatives. People were looking for honesty, openness, anything that's even remotely transparent. They hate you. They will do anything to stop you, which is why they need all of these misinformation boards and czars and whatever. And that leads us to today's new jingle. We ran it for you yesterday, but I think it's important as we add up the dollars and cents of crazy. Why do we pay taxes? What are we paying our taxes for when so many millions and billions of dollars will just indiscriminately go out to causes where there's no definable purpose, there's no game plan, there's no results proven, we never get any results all or receipts. All we know is we're making less, they're making more, and I'm, I'm done. How about you guys? Let's roll. And now, another edition of What the Hell Are We Paying Taxes For? on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So we wanted to chew a little bit more into the Department of Homeland Security granting, did you guys see this? $20 million. Ah, Just add it to the list. I mean, what's 20 when you're spending 48 on the FBI's confidential human sources every year? I mean, like, really, it's a drop in the bucket. Who cares? Just get another. It's like another Starbucks coffee, but it's eight bucks. Well, you know, in the bigger picture of my expenses, it just doesn't really matter. Yeah, it actually does. $20 million, the Department of Homeland Security, for training. Training. Can you think of anything more nebulous than that? We're going to train you. Really? To identify online extremist speech. Are you out of your mind? No. This is what your department, this is what Alejandro Mayorkas, this is why they're hiring Clapper and Brennan and all these other losers who are known liars, who are known Democrat operatives, who are known deep staters, Right. I think it makes perfect sense that we should bring them into our government so they can be filthy, dirty scumbags more. Perfect. This federal initiative, which is jointly operated by the Department of Homeland Security's Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships. Brevity is the soul of wit. There is no wit in government. Facts. And the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Oh, fantastic. FEMA. So we're going to take FEMA and the Department of Homeland, FEMA, which is, by the way, doing zero, according to our guy in Lahaina yesterday, who was like, yo, I've not seen any dollar of relief. We have to smuggle in diapers. Because the Coast Guard is trying to intercept us going island to island to help the people in Lahaina Town who lost everything in the burn zone and all the residual neighborhoods to the north of it where all of the all of the tra- uh, the tourism is shut down and nobody has a job. Well, where's FEMA? Ah, they're over there at the Ritz. They're hanging out over there at the Ritz. Well, have they done anything for you? No. They asked us when they knocked door to door if we wanted to, you know, sign up for some emergency assistance and all of us were denied. Excellent. Fantastic. Your tax dollars at work. What the hell are we paying for? So let's continue. This this group, jointly operated by the DHS and FEMA. Oh, goody. If only they'd throw in the CDC in there, right? That would be a triple play of suck. 
They aim to strengthen local communities in their efforts to, quote, combat targeted violence and terrorism. Are, are you done? Or are you done? Because on the one hand, you've got the, tra- the tranny in Ukraine saying, we're going to come after you. We have a kill list. If you don't talk positively about Ukraine... Well, you're on our list and we will hunt you literally verbatim. We will hunt you down. We will track you down. We will hunt you down. That's okay. Right. But if you're like, you know what? What am I paying my taxes for? Oh, terrorist. Or you're like, you know what? I really don't want my children in the fifth grade having books in their school library about oral sex. Ah, domestic terrorist. And we're paying for it. Really? The U.S. Department of Homeland Security, by the way, this is on rebelnews.com. If you want to source me, please do, has embarked on a significant initiative, allocating grants amounting to $20 million to 34 diverse organizations, all tasked with the mission to pinpoint potentially extremist online conversations among Americans. What could possibly go wrong with that? Right? I don't I'm sure it's going to be great. It's going to be, it's like 87,000 IRS agents carrying Glocks. I mean, I couldn't possibly see anything weird. Uh, it's sort of like the, when the FBI in, in full, in full like combat gear, right? Roll up with the armored vehicle outside my house at five in the morning because I, I was sidewalk preaching outside an abortion center. You know, I'd said no, nothing could possibly go wrong here. $20 million to 34 diverse organizations. I didn't vote for that. I didn't approve that. These funds stem from the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant. Really? Pro, you didn't know about this. Yeah, there's a thing. Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant. It's a program allocated for this fiscal year. Oh my gosh, they better get moving. A myriad of institutions ranging from universities, <laughs> churches, and school districts to police and mental health providers are among the grant beneficiaries. Fantastic. This federal initiative operated under the DHS's Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships and intriguingly, FEMA, champions the aim of buttressing local communities in their efforts to counteract targeted violence and terrorism. You know, I could save them $20 million and just say, when people go into Walgreens and open up their backpacks and go... And take everything on the shelf and put it all in their backpack. If you were to then arrest said people and throw them away for a while, that would save that would save us twenty million dollars. I could do that right now, right? If you actually wanted to 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 fight back against violence, that's what we could do. We could actually go after and and prosecute people in Black Lives Matter and Antifa and these ne'er do well losers who are putting spray paint on churches and all sorts of pregnancy centers. So. Women can actually get help having their babies, right? We could we could go after them. That's what we could do. We could actually investigate the stupid pipe bombers on January 6th, which we've gotten nothing about. Or or we could maybe investigate who left that baggie in the White House. I know it's such a mystery. But no, ladies and gentlemen, what are you paying for? 
$20 million. $20 million to go after terrorism and hate online. That's your tax dollars at work. And don't even get me started about the retribution against Tim Ballard. You know, the guy behind the, the Sound of Freedom. The whole child trafficking story, the, that movie. Oh, they're gunning for him. Oh, boy. Wait for it. And I'll tell you why. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Uh-huh. Have you guys been following the story about Tim Ballard? The guy behind Sound of Freedom? I mean, we, we heard about this movie. You saw the movie, Child Trafficking. It's, it's not a debate anymore. It's absolutely the scourge of our lifetime. If we can't protect children, what the hell is our point? What are we, what are we worth? And so what ended up happening? Radio silence from the media. And then all these weird issues going on at the various theaters where it was playing. Like the fire alarm went off or it just kind of stopped playing. It's sort of like, what? You don't want people to know about the number one moneymaker that has is, that is eclipsed the drug trade? It's the human smuggling, the organ harvesting. I mean, I can't even think about it. Taking a child into servitude. Why, why do we have hundreds of thousands of missing children in this country every year? And yet the media never talk about it. Where'd you go? Where are you? Sound of Freedom inspiration, Tim Ballard, accused of sexual misconduct in Vice News report. Okay, Vice News is Hackery McHackmore. So let's just let's just call a spade a spade. This is a a hacky left wing, quote unquote, information source. Now, if you're going to accuse somebody of sexual misconduct, I mean, Donald Trump has been accused 19 times. (laughs) I mean, at some point you're like. Really? Really? Well, one of those charges has to be correct, says Neil Cavuto, right? You got to have some pretty good evidence, particularly if you're going to go out and you're going to put this out on the news, right? Let's see. Tim Ballard, the real-life inspiration for the hit movie Sound of Freedom, has been accused of sexual misconduct in a report from Vice News. You ready for the punchline? which cited anonymous sources saying at least seven women, all of whom have also been granted anonymity, (laughs) made claims against the anti-child trafficking activist. So let me get this straight. You're going to you're going to smear somebody with a monster allegation, a gross allegation. With anonymous sources, and you're going to provide immunity and anonymity to the quote-unquote victims of said scandal. It's it's almost like we could see through that. So what is it? Why why is the left upset at Tim Ballard? Is it because they're they're so hook line and sinker into their child sex trafficking? Probably, but that's not the reason. The woman believed to be at the center of the investigation have not responded to requests for comment or have declined to comment, according to the Vice report. Tim Ballard stepped down from his organization, Operation Underground Railroad, earlier this year, following an investigation into claims of sexual misconduct, including these seven women, anonymous sources said. I don't know if he did or he didn't. If he did, he's probably like, look, we've got stuff to do. And all of this, you know, swirling accusations around me is snarling the purpose of our mission, which is to stop 
the disgusting servitude, selling into sexual slavery children. Ballard allegedly invited women to act as his wife on undercover overseas missions aimed at rescuing victims of sex trafficking and would then allegedly coerce these women into sharing a bed or showering together. I'm pretty sure that the word no works, but okay. If you want to believe this, this is the interesting thing. Ballard, who did not respond to Vice's requests for comment, and why would you, is rumored to be weighing a Utah U.S. Senate run, presumably for the seat to be vacated by Senator Mitt Romney. Gosh, it's almost like dun, dun, dun. retribution. I want to smear you. I want to ruin you. I need $20 million to do it online. I need to do all of this stuff. I need to spend $48 million on confidential human sources who can help me, says the FBI. Right? It's not true, Ballard says. Nothing that you hear about this is true. Vice also reported on, quote, an anonymous letter that has apparently been circulating in the Utah philanthropic community for the past several months, which accuses Ballard of sexual harassment and repeats some of the other allegations. Of course, Sound of Freedom emerged as the sleeper hit of the summer, grossing close to $200 million domestically, more than some highly touted studio blockbusters, including the latest Indiana Jones sequel from Disney, right? They've been sniffing around this for months. You can't let a conservative like this into the Senate. You need another rhino at the very least, like Mitt Romney, somebody who's bought and paid for. Retribution, my friends. It's so dang obvious. All right, coming up on the Wendy Bell Radio program, I'm dropping a name on you. His name is Elvis Chan. He's an FBI agent. He was supposed to testify before House Oversight till the DOJ intercepted him. Why? Next. Rock, who is that? I love that rendition of our song that we play there as a decompressing. <gasps> right? What that, is that? That is Weezer. It's been requested multiple times. Multiple times. But I know how you are with tradition and <laughs> staying no! with the... I think that's awesome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Like to spice in some new songs for you. Same song, different performer. I thought it was great. Um, you know, I, I want to tell you, tell you about this one guy, all right? Elvis Chan is an FBI agent that has been in the midst of a lot of dubious government stuff. So much, in fact. And he's been widely implicated in this whole big tech censorship apparatus of silencing our voices, which, as I just read to you moments ago, this administration is continuing with the Biden administration appointing Clapper and Brennan and others, former intelligence officials, to a DHS Homeland ex- Intelligence Experts Group. That, and of course, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas announcing the establishment of this group to which they're going to be dropping, or on which, how many tens of millions of dollars, right? All to silence the truth. 
They're going to tell you it's to protect you from misinformation. Of course, you know, in our world of Wendy's 180 degree rule, everything that they tell you they're doing, they're not. It's quite the opposite. We know this. And so does House Oversight and Judiciary. So we found this. I, this is a great article. Thepoliticsbrief.com. It's not a site I regularly frequent. I might have to. Here's your headline. And I, I guess Merrick Garland is, is speaking before Congress right now. FBI agent implicated in big tech censorship is subpoenaed after interview is suddenly canceled. If democracy truly dies in darkness, as the Washington Post lies on its masthead about, if transparency is truly what we're all about, everything we're getting is anything but. Because if you're transparent, you don't ask for decades to release your information. You don't allege that it's going to take far too long for the FDA to release all that trial data. I mean, we just, we don't have the manpower. Well, you better freaking find it. Because we're not going to grant you the 50 years you requested to put it on a shelf so we don't know how much you knew before you lied to the world and said it was safe and or effective. If you're transparent, you don't hide from the IRS and you don't go after them in a lawsuit, Hunter Biden, alleging they violated your privacy. You just don't do those things, right? And that gets us to Elvis Chan because he's an FBI agent who's been a lot around a lot of these dubious stories, doing things for the deep Democrat state. And House Republicans want they want facts. Testify before us. We have questions for you. Here is the story. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan had to issue a subpoena last Friday. About, El- about this guy, Elvis Chan, the FBI assistant special agent in charge of the San Francisco field office. He's implicated in the big tech censorship campaign over the 2020 election. They didn't want you to know a lot of stuff leading into the 2020 election. They just wanted you to know that Donald Trump was a terrible human being. They wanted you to know That he was so bad, they impeached him twice. He was so bad, all of these women came out of the woodwork alleging all of these things about him. So bad. Just a terrible human being. They wanted you to know that narrative more than anything else. And still, 75 million of us voted for Donald Trump. Of course, they're going to lie to you about all of the other stuff. They're not going to cover all of the ballots, all of the drop boxes, the stuffing of the boxes, all of the things that went wrong with the computers. They weren't connected to the Internet. Yeah, they were. Oh, that wasn't a thumb drive. That was just really a thing of ginger mints. No, no, no. We weren't loading things into the machines. It was really a water main break, right? All of these things, you know. So Chan is implicated in the big tech censorship campaign over the 2020 election. And Jim Jordan... House Judiciary Committee says, I want you, Special Agent Chan. We pay your salary. We, the American people, pay your salary. You need to come and speak with us. So he was gonna until the Department of Justice caught wind of that. Isn't that so weird? Now, the subpoena came in response to the Department of Justice blocking FBI agent Elvis Chan from participating in a voluntary interview. Why wouldn't you want to be interviewed unless you've got something to hide? Huh. 
The committee on the judiciary is conducting oversight of how and to what extent the executive branch has coerced and colluded with companies and other intermediaries to censor speech, Jim Jordan wrote. As the primary liaison between the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Foreign Influence Task Force and social media companies, you are uniquely positioned to aid the committee's oversight. So you're in this Foreign Influence Task Force, right? Which, again, is code for... We're going to censor opinions we don't like. We're going to squelch voices that speak the truth. How is it different than the tranny in Ukraine saying we're going to put you on the hit list? You're on our kill list, right? Think about that. Think about if any conservative said, we're going to hunt you down. They'd go, oh, my God, they threatened me. And then the Biden administration would grant millions of dollars to provide psychological counseling for them, right? We know. Now, of course, the focal point of concern revolves around collaborative efforts between the federal government and prominent social media entities to suppress unpopular political perspectives amid the COVID-19 pandemic. You mean that whole pandemic in which I was basically canceled on YouTube? They lied and said I told people to drink bleach. Third strike, you're done, they said. I'm like, well, what about strike one and two? Well, what did I do there? Oh, well, you told people to take ivermectin, which is a horse dewormer. I didn't tell anybody to take anything. And I sure as hell never told anybody to drink bleach. But you know, when you've got big tech working with the deep state, and you talk about a contrary idea that's opposite of get the vaccine, you get shut down. Jim Jordan wants to ask him about that. Jordan asserted that both legal proceedings and publicly available information have exposed how the federal government has pressured and colluded with big tech and other intermediaries to censor certain viewpoints on social media and other media in ways that undermine the First Amendment principles. That's what this is all about. This is called retribution. This is why I say it's the word of the day. Chan was scheduled to participate in a recorded interview on Friday, but some kind of a disagreement between the FBI and the committee. I'm going to tell you what the disagreement was. <gasps> he can't he can't go and, and swear to tell the truth. Is he going to lie? Is he going to continue to lie? Or is he going to tell the truth? I can't. We can't risk him telling the truth about what he did as a special agent in the San Francisco field office to squelch people's free speech. We're going to have to pull the hook on this dude. Nope. He cannot come talk to you. Jim Jordan said the FBI, the DOJ. So the committee had to issue a subpoena. Oh, hell yes, you will come and speak with us. Remember transparency. If you've got something to hide, you don't want to appear. Duh. Jordan's subpoena is in the context of the ongoing legal case, Missouri versus Biden, in which states led by Republicans have contested the administration's dealings with social media companies. FBI agent Elvis Chan was depositioned. He was deposed in November for this very case. As revealed in his deposition, the FBI played a major role in working with big tech companies to censor speech. We know this. Actions ranged from weekly meetings with social media companies to demanding takedowns of specific accounts like mine. 
Hell, Brock wasn't even allowed to get a YouTube account because he's affiliated with me. True story. If I were Joe Biden, I'd say not a joke. Actions range from weekly meetings with social media companies to demanding takedowns of specific accounts and facilitating suppression of certain stories. Chan related how the platforms became far more aggressive in removing alleged misinformation during the 2020 election cycle than in previous election cycles. Just last week, of course, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld Judge Terry Doty's ruling, which found that the Biden administration's actions infringed on Americans' free speech rights under the First Amendment. And the Supreme Court is expected to make a final decision on this issue. So I think it's very clear to any of us paying attention. Look, you might not be trolling these sites that I do. Elvis Chan might not be a household name to you. But the regularity with which he popped into the conversation during COVID was interesting to us. And we started paying attention to him. And under oath, he said, yes, this is going on during the election. Government officials infused themselves into big media, social media companies, big tech. And they gave us lists of people who we needed to take down or diminish the reach of or put in Facebook jail or whatever temporary timeouts there were. They're too dangerous because they're spreading the truth. Don't you see all of this is connected? Every single storyline you're talking about, whether it's COVID, whether it's the war in Ukraine, whether it's what happened in Hawaii, whether it's random train derailments, which aren't random feeling at all, are they? Or these manufacturing companies, these these chicken farms, these eggplants, poof, going up in smoke. Anybody who wants to sniff around and talk about them, you are a danger. And your government is spending your money to shut you down. Think about that. Why are we paying taxes after all, when this is what we get? Facts. All right, don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, lib of the week. I'm just going to say this guy is very hairy. I'll describe him to you when we get back. But what he says has me wanting to throat punch someone. Him, next, on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All the millions of dollars you're spending without even knowing about it to Ukraine, to Big Pharma, all of this nonsense as the U.S. poverty rate jumped in 2022 and child poverty more than doubled. Of course, Biden sharply criticized Republicans for that, for not extending the child tax credit, he said. That's perfect. How about this story? ABC News, the poverty rate in the United States increased last year. The first increase in 13 years, according to the Census Bureau. Ah, That's Bidenomics at work. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Janet Yellen, you hack. As they're sitting there talking about, well, we need $25 billion to send to the World Bank to launder through the Clinton crime family global initiative, right? And then somewhere it'll it'll go to Zelensky, who will probably give it to Act Blue, and it'll come back to us. How did they feel when Sam Bankman-Fried got pinched by the fuzz, right? Oh, no! He's stealing money from all sorts of investors and giving it to us. What are we going to do now? <laughs> So ridiculous. 
Time to get the Clintons involved. Let's go! Clintons know everything about this. In 2022, the poverty rate was 12.4%, up 4.6% from 2021, according to the Supplemental Poverty Measure, which looks at government programs and tax credits designed to help low-income families, according to the census. How's the government managing that? Are they really good at, at helping people who are really down, who are really struggling, right? Are they helping? No. See, what they're doing is they're passing ridiculous measures into which they put pork out the wazoo. And then they scratch their head and they're like, I don't know what's going on with this inflation. I'm sure it's only transitory. Right. The expiration of pandemic programs, including refundable tax credits and stimulus payments at the start of 2022, led to an increase in this supplemental poverty measure over the official poverty rate, the census said. But it's among children where it's the most sizable, more than doubling from 5.2% in 21 to 12.4% last year. So at a minimum, and you know it's far more than that, one in 10 children isn't getting enough food, doesn't have the resources they need to buy school supplies, may not even have a home. And Joe Biden has 25 billion reasons why you need to be down with Ukraine. The disconnect is Sickening. Sickening. The child tax credit expansion, which went into effect in July of 21, is part of Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion American rescue plan. Again, think about that. American rescue plan. Inflation Reduction Act. Do any of these things do what they say they're going to do? Or are they just always to screw you? Well, the child tax credit expansion provided parents between $250 and $300 a month per child. And so now they're blaming Republicans for saying, we can't endlessly fund people. Look, I'm all about helping people who are aged and needy and those who are the youngest victims of all of this government nonsense. But between the ages of 18 and 65, why is it so difficult to work? What about getting up and getting a job? Because when you get a job and you get your paycheck and you see all of the crap that gets taken out of it and you realize that's your federal government giving your money to Ukraine and confidential human sources for the FBI, and some disinformation bullcrap program with Brennan and Clapper, maybe then those people wake up and say, huh, this sucks. I'm not going to do this anymore. Time now for the Wendy Bell Radio Programs. Love me, love me, love me. I'm a liberal. Liberal of the Week. I'm just going to say, if there was a stand-in for Chewbacca, it's this dude, okay? Hairiest guy I've seen in a while. Full head of hair, full beard, total... He's going to tell you that you are not in charge of your kids. You don't own your kids. They're not yours. In fact, the minute they step into school, they're his. 
and you better get down with it. Go. No such thing as parental rights. It's not recognized in law. It's not in the charter. It doesn't exist. Children's rights, however, are recognized oh. and have been for a very long time. Parents have responsibility, mm. which is recognized in the law, but no rights. If your child does not want to tell you something about them, mm -hmm. that's your problem, not the government's, not the school system's. Maybe you should ask yourself why your child might not want to tell you yeah, whatever it is your conspiracy brain thinks <laughs> that they should have to. Oh my gosh! He might as well be the tranny in, in Ukraine, right? He tried to tell you, if your kid doesn't want to talk to you... It's your fault, it's your whatever fault. is in your conspiracy brain. Now, this is just... Right? And thank God, while this lunatic is somehow involved in education, trying to tell you what you can and can't do and what you are guilty of, we've got Randy Weingarten flying over to Ukraine right now, getting involved in a money laundering operation using your taxpayer dollars, being funneled by the World Bank into the Clinton Global Initiative to then go make other people rich. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. My day is done. <laughs> we've solved the world problems. Okay. Thanks for being here. Remember, get the Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Download the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. And we'll see you back here 21 hours. Until then, peace. Peace.